Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I am Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend, and today we continue with Lesson 8, Dropping Pebbles into the Pool of Awareness, the opening section, and we're going to look at start with paragraph 7 and see where we go. Jeshua says, Fear, as we have said many times, is like a contraction. Again, if you were to imagine a wave arising from the ocean, and then going into contraction because it thinks it is separate from its source, that contraction literally squeezes the life, the very flowing waters, out of that wave. Could that wave possibly continue when its very life force has been squeezed from it? Does it not then become mere drops of water fading from view, only to dissolve back into the ocean itself? its radiance lost, never to be seen again? If it were possible for the wave of your consciousness to truly have its life force squeezed out of it, you too would fade away as droplets returning to the ocean, never to be remembered or seen again. So that was paragraph seven and eight, because they kind of go together. But again, think about it. Look, this is about applying this to your life. Fear is a contraction. It's a shrinking, it's a getting smaller, it's a, it's a cutting off of the flow. A great analogy that just popped in is like the hose. Remember when you were a kid or even when you're an adult and uh, somebody grabbed the hose and they started blasting you with the hose? You know, what would you try and do? You would try and grab the hose and then crinkle it up or, you know, bend it so it would create like that contraction in the hose and then the water wouldn't come out. And then you would go chase the person and grab it and blast them. But that's what fear is. And think of not just like a garden hose. Think of like a fire hydrant hose or even bigger. I don't even know, like something huge where the water, the flow of life is rushing through you always. But we allow fear to clamp up the flow. And fear is illusion. It's not even real. It's Just think about all the fears that you've had, all of them, about life, all the fears you've had since COVID, all the fears you had during COVID, how much energy and time you have literally spent, you've spent your time, think of it like spending money, you've spent time, you've spent energy worrying about things that never came to pass. How much time and your life force and your energy have you spent worrying about the future that doesn't even exist in this moment right now or dwelling on the past, dwelling on the past, ruminating on things that have already happened, which, again, literally don't exist right now except in your memory and what you are carrying with you. How much time and energy every single day is wasted in this way, is spent in this way? Because we all do it. Now imagine 8 billion people doing it. Oh my gosh, how much life is missed. How much present moment is missed in fear. This is what we are doing. When we are afraid, when we are anxious, when we are worried, we are taking the, the hose of life and we're and we're crunching it so that flow does not go through. And then Jeshua uses the analogy of a wave, which 
frankly, I think right now in this moment, my hose analogy is a little easier to understand. But Jeshua says, if you were to imagine a wave arising from the ocean, like a, what seems like a singular wave, and then it thinks it's separate because, look, I'm a wave. I'm not the ocean. I'm the wave. And it gets afraid and it cuts itself off. The contraction literally squeezes the life, the flowing waters out of that wave. That's what we do with our own life force. Whether it's been programmed into us or it's what we watch on TV or the news or our parents told us we never would amount to anything or a, you know whatever it is. Look at the different influences that we have allowed to take hold in our consciousness. We have allowed it. Whether it's our culture, our parents, our community, our teachers, uh, you know, leaders, politicians, religious leaders, just any person that seemed to be an authority that we allowed their consciousness, their fear to take hold and root in our own consciousness and how it squeezed the life force out of us. Jeshua asks, could that wave possibly continue when its very life force has been squeezed from it? Does it not then become mere drops of water fading from view only to dissolve back into the ocean itself, its radiance lost, never to be seen again? That's what would happen. That's what happens to us. That's why so many people are depressed. That's why so many people are, in my, and again, I might be, might be talking out of my ass, and I'm not talking like medically chemically imbalanced. I think that's why people are suicidal. They're depressed. They feel hopeless. They look at the news. They look at what they're told, the narratives out there. And they're like, what the hell's the point? What difference do I make? My life doesn't make a difference. And then they see social media and they see all the highlights, everybody's highlights, the ESPN highlight world, the Rocky montage world that we live in, where you only see the good, you see somebody in Rocky, the movie Rocky are great. But all you see is the, the montage is two minutes of him you know, beating the beating the ribs and running up the mountain and, you know, doing one-arm push-ups for like a minute and a half while they play some inspiring music. But in real life, that's like three months of agony. That's three months or four months of him getting up when he does not want to, of being sore the next day, of probably either doubting himself or having to get himself like amped up of commitment, of discipline, of I don't want to do this, but doing it anyway, of pain, of struggle. That's three months, four months of his life doing that. But in one and a half minutes with I'm going to fly now or I the tiger, we get inspired. And then we think that's what life is. That, and then we're set, we set ourselves up for failure, for disappointment. We, we, we don't learn to love the plateau where it seems like nothing is happening. But we're showing up anyway because we love the journey, because we love the process. We love who we become in the process. That's not taught in most places in life. It's a highlight real society and culture. All you see on Instagram is everybody's greatest moments. Very rarely do you see the slog of the daily, which again can be the joy of the daily if you want it to be. That's what this whole practice is about. It's a daily way of mastery. But for many of us, it feels like a slog. It feels like we don't make a difference. So it feels like we have cut off the life force from ourselves. Jeshua says, if it were possible for the wave of your consciousness to truly have its life force squeezed out of it, you too would fade away, never to be remembered or seen again. Jeshua says earlier, I can't remember, but it was in a recent episode. 
where he says, if God ceased to love you, you would cease to exist. That would truly be death. And then he says, but that could never happen. That's impossible. God would never cease loving you. So you're not going to ever cease to exist. But that's what would happen. But that's a great thing. The fact that you exist, that you are conscious, that you that you can think or feel I am, you have awareness, that means you are loved. You've literally been loved into expression, into form by the divine, by the great mystery of love. So Jeshua says, listen and listen well. That would be death. But in reality, you are alive always. Even when you have identified yourself with the great constriction that fear is, your fears have never been able to squeeze out of you the great life force, the great reality, and the great gift of awareness. You have therefore never ceased to be. There has never been a time that you have not existed, and there will never be a time when you will cease to be. Can we take this on face value? Can we just accept that what Jeshua is telling us is truth. Imagine if we did, if we really accepted this. We were like, all right, you say it, it must be true. What if we lived that way? I'm never going to cease to be. Would we be so afraid to do the things in this life if we knew we would have another life? Or we knew that when we left the body, we would still exist and we would still be creating? It's only when we identify so limitedly, I made that word up, so limited with this one body form, 75, 85 years, if we're lucky, life that we are afraid that when it's over, we don't know what's next. We don't know what happens next. We're going to cease to exist. We're going to cease to have experience. And Jeshua was like, no, it would be death. If God stopped loving you and fear could squeeze the life out of you, we'd all be dead. <laughs> we'd all cease to exist because we all almost get to the point where fear squeezes the life out of us. But Jeshua was saying, here's the good news. It never can. It can seem like it. We can try to do that to ourselves, but it's impossible because you're loved too much. Because fear is an illusion. You can crinkle up your own hose, but there's still going to be some water trickling through no matter what. In reality, you are alive always. This is not body life. This is beyond body life. Even when you have identified yourself with the great constriction that fear is, where, look at your life right now, where are you afraid? Wherever you're afraid or whoever you are afraid for, well, I'm not afraid, but I'm afraid for these people in the world. I'm not afraid, but I'm afraid for my kids. I'm not afraid, but I'm afraid for my parents or I'm afraid for the next generation. It's all just – it's all fear, just disguised or you're trying to convince yourself you're not afraid. But just look. Wherever you are afraid, you are identifying with the reality. You're making the fear real. This is not to judge yourself and be like, well, Jason, you're – what, are you perfect? No, I feel fear every day too. That's why I'm practicing this stuff. That's why I'm committed to it. I want to see where I'm afraid. I want to see. I want to be honest with myself. I want to look for the subtle ways that I don't have faith or I'm afraid because I want to root those out and bring love to them and forgive myself for buying into the belief of whatever that fear is. It's a practice every day. Let's practice. The more we practice anything, we get better at it. 
Your fears have never been able to squeeze out of you the great life force, the great reality, the great gift of awareness, never. You are always aware. Think about it. When have you ever not been aware? You've always had awareness. Even if your thinking brain isn't really working very well, you still are aware. You still have consciousness. And from all accounts that I've read, even people who are in comas have awareness. So this isn't about, well, if you get knocked unconscious or you're dead, your brain stops working. Consciousness isn't limited to the brain. This is what meditation develops within us. It's a practice. It's a skill. This is what Revelation Breathwork gives us the experience of, of pure consciousness, pure awareness. Beyond body identification, beyond thought identification, beyond personality and your story identification, beyond what's happened to you identification. This is the gift of awareness. That That is, Jeshua in the last episode said, this is what you are. I'm, I'm going to read it again. Hold on, let me pull it out. Consciousness, the power to be aware, the power to choose is what you truly are. That's what you are. You will never cease to be. Let's get on with it. Let's use this power to create more of the good, the holy, and the beautiful. Let's seek for opportunities to bring more love into expression, to bring more creativity and aliveness and joy and generosity and service and kindness and compassion into expression. Let's use our life force for that. Amazing. Beautiful. We're going to have a short episode here. I could keep going to fill in 30 minutes, but I want to keep it to these three paragraphs and this short idea, which is powerful. The this metaphor of the hose. We are the, the and this is the this is the thing, really quickly. We are the ones who have are holding the hose. We are the hose. We are the ones we're, we actually are the hose, and the water, let's say, is God wanting to come through us and express itself and blast that into the world and create. But we're holding the hose. And we're like, well, why is it only a trickle? But we don't realize that we're also the ones cramping the hose because we're afraid. Uh, I don't want to be too big for my britches. I don't know if I'm worthy. Uh, uh, there's not enough in the world for me. Uh, who am I to be successful? Whatever it is, we're the ones cramping the hose. We don't even realize it. Or we do, but we're not honest with ourselves. We don't slow down enough to be like, oh, look, I'm doing that. We don't want to take ownership for that. We want to say, oh, look, look at what they're doing. They're the reason that the water is trickling out of my hose. It's their fault. It's my genetics. It's the institutions. It's the politicians. It's the aliens. It's the whatever it is. Who knows? People can come up with all kinds of reasons why their hose is trickling. Meanwhile, it's because they're cramping it and not, not saying, oh, look what I'm doing. That's his whole teaching. That's the entire way of mastery. I am literally the creator of everything I experience. I have the power to cramp the hose, but I can't cut it off. I don't have that power. I can't make myself cease to be, but I have the power to choose. I have the power to direct my awareness. I, I am the power of creation. What do I want to create? How long do I want to buy into fears and lies about my smallness and my limitedness? And this teaching is helping us wake up and be like, oh, this is what I've been doing. I forgot that I made that choice. 
I got, I forgot. I kind of got lost in it. Now I'm kind of remembering again. Thanks, Jeshua. Thanks for being my homeboy and leading me back to the way. There I am. There's where I'm cramping the hose. Oh, I'm cramping the hose there too. There's where I'm cramping the hose. Let me take that cramp out. Ooh, a little more flow. This feels good. A bigger flow too. Now it's going from a tiny little hose to a big fire hose. Look at this. This is amazing. Look at this creative energy, this life force that is flowing through me. Whew. Can I make it bigger than a fire hose? Can I make it the size of the Grand Canyon? Can I make it that my body can't even handle this? Where I'm just bursting light? This is what it's about. Love you guys so much. If you thought of someone, if this analogy, you're like, oh my God, this is exactly, this would really serve this person to hear this message. Send this episode to them. Out of desire to serve them, love them enough to send this to them. If you get value from this whole podcast, please give us a good review somewhere and take a minute to write a short comment. Reviews with comments, always so much better. Send me an email. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com and on Instagram at revelationbreathwork. And by the way, uh, in the previous episode of the podcast where I talk about doing a year-long deep dive, like this would be an idea. This is lesson eight. We'd have a whole month on lesson eight. This could be like a whole week of where are we crimping our hose. Look at your life to where you are cutting off the flow. Notice how you're doing it and bring forgiveness, bring love, and then let's talk about it. Let's go out for a week and pay attention to this. And maybe we have like a Facebook group or a Voxer thread or a WhatsApp thread where during the week we'll be like, oh my gosh, today I realized this. Or, hey, I'm really struggling in my relationship with my boss. I know I'm cramping off the hose, but I'm having a hard time seeing why. And then I'll coach you around it. So it's a coaching group. It's a deep dive group. It's an application group. This is what we would do for a year. Imagine the transformation within you and then within your life. Love you guys. Have an awesome day. We'll see you tomorrow.